We're going to continue on this morning with our last guest, Monsignor Brian Donahue. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Monsignor. Well, thanks for being on the air with us today. We, we really like uh, appreciate having you on, especially in me. light. Absolutely. Especially in light of uh, your military service and then also what we just had on Monday, mm-hmm. um, Memorial Day. So um, before we keep moving through, and we know you're in the military, can you give us a background of your military service? Yes. Uh, I grew up in family. There's seven boys and three girls, and I had three brothers in, in Vietnam. Wow. My dad was in World War II, so I had some ex- exposure to that. Sure. I had a desire to get into the military. The first I could really move toward it was after I was a priest, and about three years after. February 2nd, 1987, I was commissioned a chaplain in the Army. And most of my time was at the North Dakota Army National Guard, 20 years with that, and about seven and a half years active duty. Um, and different places where I've worked with the Guard or with active duty, uh, Honduras in 89, and Germany during the first Gulf War, I lived there. Um, OIF-3, Iraq, I was there in 2005. And then uh, the last tour was at the U.S. Military Academy at West Point, 2008 to 2015. Wow. And then I retired, retired. And the bishop said, no, you aren't. Come back to North Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> and he had another plan, I guess. He did. He did. <laughs> and I All right. Well, <laughs> thank you for your service, for sure, Monsignor. We definitely appreciate it. And um, I know the troops that you served, I'm sure, appreciated so much that spiritual guidance that you offered to them. Mm-hmm. And so just another question we keep rolling. With Memorial Day sure. uh, in our in our rear view and the 4th of July coming mm-hmm. up here, what kind of significance do those days hold for you? Well, the the Fourth of July, of course, is that is the birthday of this country. That's our, our day of freedom. Really, you could say that uh, when when we became our own, and it's a uh, it's it's just a big celebration of, of the United States and our existence, and uh, and how how all that came about. And of course, Memorial Day is uh, remembering all those who gave their lives. So that we have this freedom, and that's something we, every day we need to think about. That uh, anything we do in this country, you know, like down in Aberdeen, any farmers when they till that soil or pick up that soil, it, it, when you think about who fought and died so that you could do that, mm-hmm. absolutely, it's a big thing to think about. And right. if there's no when a farmer was out in the field, there's no landmines out there because yeah. people have given their lives to make sure that doesn't happen in our country. Mm-hmm. Right, absolutely. I was. I had an opportunity to go uh, this Monday to the North Dakota Veterans Cemetery and uh, visit my grandparents out there and some uh, great uncles. And that memory is so cherished for so many people, um, especially as that the, the golden generation. Those folks in World War II are, yeah. are 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 coming to the end of their life, most of them. And so um, it's a beautiful opportunity for us to remember the freedom we have. Yeah, and that's a beautiful cemetery they built there. It really is, yeah. It's a very nice, beautiful view of the river, and um, mm-hmm. it's crazy how, how how fast it grows. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 All right, and so another quick question here, too. So as you remember those that gave their lives, what are some ways that mm-hmm. you uh, can advise us to pray for those who have fallen in the line of duty? Well, for those who have fallen in line of duty, of course, to keep them in our prayers and, you know, in our Catholic faith, that they're either 
moved completely into the glory of heaven or are on their way there, and that they're on the way once they leave this life and they're just being purified, our prayers can go greatly to help that. And I've seen that, I've actually seen that happen in different ways. Uh, and how powerful our prayers are for those who are on their journey home to the kingdom. And uh, in Memorial Day, also praying for families. Uh, I was just preaching on it this Saturday evening, and I come to discover that a, uh, a, a mother was not from here, but was at the service and, and listened, and she she had a, a son or daughter, that, I think it was a son that had passed uh, been killed in the Army. Mm-hmm. And so... And that never ends for, for those, especially spouses and parents, uh, and that loss, uh, just like any child, but in, in a special way, of course, as it happened during combat, that they lost someone. So all that we want to keep in prayer, and, and, and so that and that those who have died, that, that they're, no matter who they are, the place for which they are reposed, that that place is taken care of. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. And we want to thank you all for tuning into Real Presence Live. We're here with Monsignor Brian Dinahue of the Diocese of Fargo, who is a uh, former military chaplain, uh, and he's sharing some of his experiences with us. Mm-hmm. So, Monsignor, as you uh, were commissioned to be a chaplain, what what did that look like? So you were mm-hmm. ordained to well, the priesthood, yeah. and then you had mm-hmm. to enlist in the military. So mm-hmm. you kind of show, right. what, what was that process like? Well, it was, uh, you know, by, first I, I wanted to go uh, active duty, uh, first at the Air Force, went to major seminary, and the bishop at the time, Dr. Bishop Driscoll, said I had to wait till I got ordained. But, uh, and then when I got ordained, it took, still took a while under the next bishop, and finally we agreed I would go in the Army Guard. But it was interesting, during, in 19, oh gosh, it was 79, 80, I remember out in Maryland, the seminary having a vivid dream that I was was a chaplain, but not in the Air Force. I was in the Army, and I had this uniform on, and I was in the desert during a time of war. Mm. And I remember waking up thinking, where did that come from? Well, sure enough, what, 30, 40 years later, <laughs> whatever wow. it was. That's amazing. I am an Army chaplain in the desert during a time of war wearing the exact uniform that was in that dream. <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, well, it was, it was about, that's amazing. the Holy Spirit for sure. Yeah. Wow. This is the best of Real Presence Live. Right now you're listening to an interview with the Diocese of Fargo's Monsignor Brian Donahue about his experience as a former military chaplain and the gift we have received from those who have bravely given their lives in service of our country. So, so as a chaplain, the, a, can you kind of walk us through what a chaplain does well, in the Army? A chaplain's job, first of all, is to be a chaplain is a advisor to the commander's religious program. Any unit chaplain in and the commander is in charge of all programs and is in charge of the religious program, which deals with all faith groups. And the chaplain is an advisor to the commander in this, uh, on the morale and, and uh, the things like that of the soldiers and the status. And he's chaplain's a staff officer, reporting to the commander. And then the chaplain also, according to their particular faith group, like mine being a Catholic priest, I offer Catholic Mass and sacraments for soldiers who are Catholic. But I, I'm, I'm there for all faith groups, not you know, certainly for the Catholic realm, but I'm there for Lutherans, uh, Jewish, Muslim, agnostic. So it's it's a wide range of things. And then your duties as a chaplain vary according to the unit you're in. I was mostly in infantry units, and so uh, in combat, it's almost like in, in Iraq, I was uh, uh, with scouts, snipers, and rangers in infantry. And so I was out in the road all the 
20 days a month. And I was one of those guys driving the gun truck you see on TV. That was my job, and I had a bodyguard with me. So it was a busy time. Absolutely. Well, that sounds pretty intense, Father Herman mm-hmm. Sr. Very, very intense. <laughs> <laughs> well, and i just thinking about, you know, the counsel you must have given to some of those soldiers. Oh, yeah. There's a lot that goes on. I mean, it's just... Uh, it's amazing, really, and what the soldiers go through and everyone goes through. And, and it is such a unique position as a chaplain to, once you get to, you know, it's good you get in, you have a good relationship with your commander and how important that is because decisions need to be made where you need to advise that commander. They're looking for your input. And, and some, sometimes where the chaplain is, can actually take the authority out of the commander's control in extreme situations. Really? Yeah, wow. the, and I had that happen one time, and afterwards the commander thanked me because <laughs> he didn't know what else to do. <laughs> what a lot of pressure. Absolutely. It's a, yeah, but, but you know, you pray a lot. And right, absolutely. Too. Yeah, thank God for your faith to be able to witness in that oh, opportunity yeah. for him, yeah. and, uh, especially when he's got a lot of pressing things on his mind. You, you, you're mm. in persona Christi to him, mm-hmm. right, by your very right. ordination. Yeah, you and so. It's beautiful. So, Father Dev or Monsignor, do you have anything else you'd like to add before we wrap it up here? Well, I just keep remembering all those, and also uh, for people to keep in mind, like now soldiers are home and and uh, families and so on, and how how good the VA system is in this country. You hear a lot of rough stories, and sure, there's problems, but uh, I most of my doctoring I through the VA uh, system based on Fargo, Grand Forks, and. Uh, they're just excellent. They've helped me so much, and uh, always gracious. And I can't say enough about the VA system. It's it's really does a lot for soldiers and their families. Wonderful. Sure. Well, All thank right. you, Monsignor. We appreciate yeah, having you on here. It was awesome, and thank you once again for your service and mm-hmm. uh, for sharing uh, sharing part of your story with us today. And uh, we would like to remember all those that gave their lives and uh, those mm-hmm. who gave their their life in service, especially to our country. So, yeah. thank yeah. you. All right. Well, you're most welcome. Thanks for visiting with me. All right. Thanks, Monsignor. All right. God bless.